Hello and welcome to the Creative Chance Podcast. I'm your host, Kime, and I'm here to help you on your creative journeys. Just a heads up before I get into it, there will be no podcast episode next week because I will be in Tenerife, hopefully sunning it up. Hopefully the weather is going to give what it's supposed to give. Uh, So yeah, there will be no podcast episode next week while I'm out there doing that. Now, in this episode, I want to speak about fake friends. I want to speak about clicks. I want to speak about wanting to be liked by everyone. I want to speak about people pleasers. All of those social isms and schisms is what I want to cover today. And I'm going to share some experiences of my own as well and throw that into the mix. Now, the first bit I want to touch on fake friends in the industry. I feel like that's a Drake lyric. It is, isn't it? I really want to speak about this. This is something that I have unfortunately become all too familiar with over the last few years in particular, more so when I started to run Creative Champs and the different spaces that I've entered and the different people that I've connected with. Majority of the time, you know, people lovely. I've met a lot of really cool, dope people, especially within my online community, who have now become offline friends. Uh, There are lots of those, and I don't ever want to discredit or take away from the, the existence of those people. You're dope. You know, and there's just something you can't quite put your finger on, but there's just something not quite right about that person you were speaking to earlier today, or that person that you've heard about, or that person that you've come across or encountered. And often, yeah, in my experience, your gut is a really great fortune teller, and it's a really great uh, indicator of something not really as it should be sometimes. Well, for me, all of the time. But for others, maybe some of the time. Yeah, I mean, all right. I had a, a friend. When I was starting out, and I was working as an artist more so. I was an illustrator. There was a period of time where I was exhibiting. Now, during this time, I received a lot of messages from people like, oh, yeah, you know, I love your work and et cetera, et cetera, which was fantastic. I was very grateful. But there were the odd few who it just felt like their compliments were uh, laced with something. There was an ulterior motive there. And at that particular time, I had close proximity with a number of different people within that realm. I still do have some of those relationships. But back then, I was just starting to sort of break ground in terms of exhibiting and getting my work out there and selling and things like that. And so there was one person in particular I thought was a friend. I thought, yeah, this person seems like they're really in support of what I'm doing and I was in support of what they were doing and we used to have conversations and for the most part but I felt like we were working towards building something in terms of friendship no nothing romantic but something right but then I did notice that first of all unless I contacted this person there was no conversation that was the first thing and the second thing was Whenever they did contact me, it was just because they wanted something or they wanted me to let them know something or give them information of some sort. Now, it did take a while for this to keep happening for me to notice a pattern, right? And then on one occasion, they said to me, oh, do you know what? I really would love to come down and support you at one of your shows. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Gave them the details. 
and then they came through and I was like oh this is fantastic like you know they came through and they initially they were like yeah yeah like you know I had the conversation asked me about my artwork then it went straight into oh um so I know you know Mr X let's just say Mr X I know you know Mr X can you show me where he is please I'd love to meet him and that right there hey if you're listening you know hey hey yes that right there was the reason why she came down she didn't come to support me she came to meet Mr X because Mr X was the person that I had close proximity to and the person that she wanted to have close proximity to also and she actually spent the rest of the night interacting with Mr X the rest of the night so (laughs) we had a conversation for all of what two minutes and then she pissed off and then she was into and I was like okay you know what cool fair enough maybe they got to talking and things I don't know but I tell you what after that day we did not speak again which tells you all you need to know the support was withdrawn she even unfollowed me yeah right once she got the details that she wanted and at the time it was like raw okay that was really cutthroat but then I said you know what I can't allow that to knock me off my block I can't allow that to stop me from doing what I'm doing like yeah there's bound to be more of that where that came from because we live in a society where people they will be a frenemies they will happily sit there and just watch and not happily but they'll sit there and watch you in the shadows they'll really put on a good front and act like they're your people they are friends but really they're just they've got their own interests at heart but we know that these people exist um but yeah it it can be a little bit painful because we are human and it can feel a little bit like well you know how how on earth are we supposed to even be able to tell but you know what after a while it becomes clearer and clearer, especially as you experience more things, especially when you experience more hardships, because it's in those times you really get to see who's about, who isn't about, and who's there for what reason or another. Another example was I had someone enter my inbox. Well, they, all right, they were following me a few years ago, and then they unfollowed, and I was like, okay, you know, whatever. Then they reappeared during 2020, during black squares. Yeah. And you know where I'm going with this. Okay. So during the whole black square movement, when a lot of companies and organizations and representatives were pretending to give a damn, pretending that they were going to make changes and, oh, you know, we're going to become more uh, aware. We're going to educate ourselves. We're going to do the work. (laughs) Anyway, a bunch of false promises right okay and it was during that time I got a lot of pity follows and I call them pity follows because I tell you what once everything appeared to die down on the surface or when people started to get exhausted or they started to get a fatigue they unfollowed with the quickness just as quick as they came in is as quick as they left right so I did get a lot of follows from people and during the the whole um I got a lot of follows and there were messages like oh let us know if there's anything we can do I feel really bad about the situation you know with George Floyd and like bro we've been telling you anyway let me not even get into that's another topic 
<laughs> and um, there was one in particular got in touch with me left me voice notes like yeah you know I'd really love to work with you and you know especially in light of what's going on like I really think we should band together and I really want to give you like a platform and help to enhance your visibility and yada 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 and she was offering something that I didn't really need at that point in time it was a sales pitch because she was framing it as though it was an opportunity for me, but it was also an opportunity for her to promote whatever she had going on. And at that particular moment in time, it wasn't what I was after. It wasn't what I needed. And I'm not the biggest fan of cold pitches. I don't like being approached in that way. I feel it's a lot of the time it's just disingenuous. I'd prefer people to get to know me as a person or not. Well, well, to a certain degree, but at least get to know what I'm about, my business, interact and engage and then maybe, you know, connect or at least attempt to build some sort of connection first before sending voice notes with sales pitches in people's DMs pretending you care. It's just I find it very disingenuous. Now, remember, this particular person, they used to follow me before. The first thing she said before she left the voice note was, oh, I've just come across your page. My friend showed me your content and, you know, I'm really... And I was like, yo, you used to follow me last year. What are you talking about? When she sent me the voice note, she'd refollowed. I was like, but she was already following me before. She must have unfollowed. And then she refollowed again, right? Oh, yeah, I've just come across you now. And that was a red flag. That was a red flag because you're... you're you're being phony you're not being honest first of all and I really look at things like that and it might seem quite insignificant or small to some but I really do pay attention to things like that I pick up on things like that so that was strike number one and then the sales pitch was strike number two and then I said to her you know at this point in time that's not really something I'm looking for and I said but you I said we have connected on here before and she just completely bypassed that completely bypassed that I said okay right now I approach with caution I keep interactions to a minimum and what I also do is I move them to the restricted folder (laughs) because sometimes it's like you know when it's not really severe enough for me to to like out and out block I mean some people to some people it might be like well you know that's grounds to block I'm gonna block them I don't give a heck but I uh I tend to put them in a restricted folder so that way if I do if I do choose to read their messages, they're not aware that I've read the message and it gives me a chance to really process what they're saying and also come to a decision if I want to respond or not without the whole worrying about, without the whole, you know, being left on red and whatever and just adding extra layers to it. I'd rather put them in the restricted folder and just, yeah, give myself the... <laughs> the option to choose if I want to interact back and if I find that they're saying things that are going to pee me off or whatever or they're just constantly asking for things then I would proceed to the next step which would be to remove now fake friends fake people in the industry it's yeah it's, it's inevitable especially when we're in an age where so many people are after shit so many people are trying to you know uh, yeah I don't want to blame the cause he lives but it doesn't help it's made a it's made for a more miserable society and a miserable nation uh, unfortunately and a byproduct of that is 
people wanting things that other people may have or being triggered by people who are appearing to live uh, their best lives or appearing to do the things that they want to do. And as a result, some people might resort to desperate measures and some people, it's like they don't even realise that they're doing it. I often feel like sometimes that is the case as well. And obviously, yeah, a lot of it is intentional, but I do often feel like some people operate from a more trauma-informed space, which kind of informs the way that they move about things because they haven't yet unpacked or they haven't yet taken that introspective look at themselves to really get to the root of why they do the things they do. But I'm no therapist. <laughs> I can't really get into that. But yeah, in terms of all that, yeah, I, I, if I do suspect that someone is moving a bit funny, I will approach with caution. It doesn't always necessarily mean that I'm cold or standoffish, but if I'm giving a re- if I'm given a reason to feel that way, or if something is is triggering a, a red flag or an alarm bell, then I guess you could say it could come across as cold. I'll be polite, but wide berth. Because you have to protect yourself at the end of the day and you have to enforce those boundaries for yourself as well, for your own protection and to safeguard yourself and your well-being. And the next thing I wanted to speak about was wanting to be liked by everyone. Now, I've said this before, this is an absolute waste of time and you're doing yourself a disservice if you are actively out here trying to get everybody to like you. It's not attainable, it's not feasible, it's not possible, it's not realistic. And at the end of the day, that that validation should come from within. Now, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, you know, we should only seek to get validation from within. And because as human beings, yeah, we do like a bit of external validation from time to time. Of course, we love, you know, a bit of, we love a bit of the love. But I think it becomes a problem when we prioritize external validation over internal validation. That's where the issue is. And that's a very hard thing to actually do. So if it is external validation you're looking for and you feel like you're not getting it, don't completely rule it out if you're not hearing anything because a lot of the time people just might not be saying anything. I would always say, you know what, you could ju- you just got to snap it back to why you started this in the first place. And this is something I say a lot. What is your why? Why did you start this thing? Why is it that you're doing what you're doing what is it about what you're doing that brings you joy let that be your guidance let that be what takes you through and don't allow other people or other people's opinions to knock you off your block don't allow someone's disdain for you to be what knocks you off kilter because that's what they want that's what they want and you don't you you shouldn't be doing yourself the disservice of prioritizing other people's opinions over your truth your happiness your well-being your joy never where do they do that no no we don't prioritize that and it's easier said than done and it's something that I know for me took me a very very long time to really overcome and it's like you know what some people just don't like you and you don't even have to do anything some people will just not like you for you being you they'll not like you for the things that you're doing the people you know, uh, and then because they don't like you, but they like the people uh, that you've got proximity to, or they want to, you know, they'll pretend it it happens. But as long as you know you are standing in your truth, 
nobody can fuck with you. Ultimately, those people that will come in and try to sabotage or try to use you, they are their own worst enemies and they are often their own undoing. And sometimes we don't see those things happening. We don't see the the ramifications of the, you know, their their own. We don't see them falling victim to their own actions, but it happens. As long as you are able to just focus and continue doing what you're doing, seeking to provide value, seeking to contribute, seeking to find your pockets of happiness and joy. Just just let that be your guide and don't allow anybody else to come and try and take that away from you because they are miserable or they don't have those things for themselves and they would love to have those things for themselves. I'm sorry if I'm really croaky right now. I'm <laughs> It's quite late, but this is the only opportunity I have this week to actually record and I've been out and about quite a bit, which leads me on to the next point, which is clicks. Yeah, there are a lot of clicks within across industries in workplaces there are cliques you've got your little silos you know your little groups of people where it just feels like you're an outsider me I do not have a clique none of my friends really know each other it's like (laughs) yeah I hang out like one-on-one with the majority of my friends and it's like oh and sometimes they might happen to have heard of a, a, another person like, oh yeah I've heard of that person oh yeah, yeah yeah I've seen them out and about or whatever but I don't have a big friendship group I don't move like that uh, I have a lot of little friends just dotted all over the place <laughs> and it's the same with business I don't follow cl- I'm not part of any cliques I'm not interested in that at all and I see it I do see it happening and where it's like, you know, you get sort of the same opportunities going to the same group of people over and over again. And it's like, you know what, that's fine because I'm just going to go ahead and carve out my own opportunities. I'm going to go ahead and create my own platform. I'm going to go ahead and do my own thing. And I'm going to speak to my community and speak to the community that I've cultivated within my social media platforms or just speak to the creative community at large. And I'm just going to, yeah. That's what I'm going to focus. I don't give a damn about your little clique, your little affiliate group or whatever it is. I don't give a heck. Uh, And again, that is something that did take me a while to sort of overcome and get over because growing up, I was, yeah, I, I was, I wasn't the most confident of people and making friends. It's not that I necessarily found it difficult, but I did find that I did have a lot of issue with people being fake and two faced and all of that sort of thing and I just found it really quite difficult to have you know substantial friendships that I felt were true and genuine but now I am grateful to be able to say that I do have friends that I feel are genuine and and they've been in my life for a very long time and sometimes that doesn't necessarily matter they don't have to have been in your life for a very long time for them to be genuine and authentic as we know but yeah um it does help to have that support system I guess and what I would say as well is when you are sort of connecting with people in the industry and all the rest of it really pay attention to your energy after you finish interacting with them how do you feel because with some people I'll interact with them I'm like right I feel really energized I feel like yeah I'm inspired to actually go and do stuff and then with others like oh I feel really drained I'm actually dreading reading their messages, <laughs> you know, when they, you've got the messages sitting in your inbox, you're like, I don't really want to open it because I have a feeling it's going to be something that's going to irritate me. Yeah, when it gets to that stage, it might be time to think about cleaning up a little bit. Mute them if you must. But through it all, hey, 
you know why you're here you know why you're doing what you're doing and don't allow anybody to to take you off course and yes it's easier said than done but you can't give anybody that power over you because who is anybody to be doing that nobody has the right to take away your joy from you or try to yeah they'll try people might try like the the saying goes if you don't have any haters you know i mean (laughs) in regards to all that stuff with the haters and whatever I don't really uh yeah I, I don't know I don't know about all that but what I do know is that whenever I do identify or feel a way about people I approach with caution I'm going to speak about because yeah sometimes I might speak about my my um trials and yeah there's the possibility that someone I someone that hates me or despises me might be watching and rubbing their hands together but for me I prioritize the the fact that the the thing that I'm sharing could help someone in my community. It could help someone. It could resonate with someone. It could be what someone might have needed to hear that day. I prioritize that over who someone that doesn't like me might be watching this and rubbing their hands with glee at my uh, downfall right now. Because me, I could kill less. I think that's how the saying goes. I couldn't care any less. So if there is anyone watching and they're waiting for downfalls or whatever, go right ahead. Because the fact that you're even looking out for people's downfalls indicates that you are in the throngs of your own downfall right now. If you've got the energy to be doing that. All right. But yeah, I just really wanted to speak on that. And I probably haven't even touched on all the points that I really wanted to. But I did want to touch on this and if I need to do a part two then that's exactly what I'm gonna do that's what I wanted to say on that for now and I really hope that yeah there were points that you could resonate with and yeah just another reminder that next week there will be no podcast episode because uh, I'll be in another country but yes I will be speaking to you same time in two weeks <laughs> and so between now and then I wish you the best hope you have a great time And uh, I will speak to you then. All right. Take care.